let me tell you a secret. Veterans are entering a world full of opportunity, but you can only participate if you know the tricks of personal branding, leveraging your skills in the modern digital economy, and most importantly, positioning your benefits and assets to give you financial control when you stop following orders. I'm Scott Tucker, and I'm here to tell you what they don't want you to know. Welcome to Veteran Wealth Secrets, where we show you how to go from apathy and aspiration to autonomy and financial control. Veterans are suffering the consequences of financial planning theories and military benefits programs left over from the 70s and 80s. Those programs only show us a limited picture of their military financial benefits, and this is hurting both our service members and the American taxpayers. Hi, I'm Scott Tucker, and welcome to Veteran Wealth Secrets. This problem of outdated methodologies, programs, solutions, financial vehicles, Education, identity is all behind the reason that I created U.S. Vet Wealth. It's to help service members, veterans, and their families learn how to navigate and leverage their financial benefits so they can get the most out of a lifetime of service. So on today's going to be a pretty short episode. Uh, I just want to hit on a few points for specifically that I've learned and working with military service members and veterans, whether they're active duty, going through their retirement or their transition, or have already gotten out and weren't quite aware of what they had, things that typically come up that we address, that we've developed alternative solutions for that you can't get anywhere else except at U.S. Vet Wealth. At first glance, what I'm about to talk about might not seem like an overwhelming problem, but let me assure you, it is. And it's really not surprising because it follows logically from everything else that the military gives us. We're all given standard issue uniforms, places to sleep, MREs, eye protection weapons, whatever. Then we go through our boot camps or OCSs and military academies, and it's all designed to burn away our individuality. It is so that we can respond to commands. We are taught to hit the I believe button. We're essentially aimed like weapons at objectives decided at pay grades way above ours. And this is a great strategy for winning wars, but it's an also it's it's an awful strategy for winning at life. And as soldiers, sail, sailors, airmen, and marines, they always treat us as bulk items. But the one size fits all approach to financial planning for your post-military life does not work. As veterans, we have to remember how to be individuals. And it's time that we learn to use our military financial benefits as such. So it's time to stop following orders. When it comes to your military financial benefits, you know there are many questions that they hope you never ask. They don't know how to answer them. They just know how to give everybody the status quo. Because if you were to ask these hard questions, it would sound suspiciously like you were questioning an order. And we do not do that. But these are your benefits. And the taxpayers want you to use them that way. It is our responsibility as service members and veterans to be stewards of these taxpayer-funded benefits. But when we start being smart about our benefits, this whole rotten bureaucracy would come 
comes tumbling down because it's essentially one bucket of laziness, greed, and a whole lot of this is how we've always done it. It goes back to that expression about generals being experts at winning yesterday's wars. Our benefit system is great at providing military financial benefits for veterans of you know, World War II and Vietnam who have long since retired. But your pensions are not ration coupons. They are assets we need to leverage. But when we start being smart about using our military financial benefits, this whole bureaucracy comes... Come, So, here are some of the unknown knowns of your military financial benefits. First one, think about Service Members Group Life Insurance, or SGLI. Did you know that when you signed up for it, that the premiums would be payroll deducted from your LES, or just find that out? Did you know at the time that you most likely qualified for a lot more cover, coverage for the premium you're being charged. Everybody, so if you get in as a young 20-year-old, you're paying the same price as a 40-something lieutenant colonel. That's weird, considering life insurance is based on your age and your health status. Did the, when you went through the, the in-processing station, did anybody who told you to sign those forms tell you had any other options? Did they give you a day or an hour to talk it over with anyone before making you sign it? Those are important things to think about if you're still on active duty. But as you're getting ready for post-military life, let's look at number two. What about veterans group life insurance, VGLI? It's touted as something like, hey, thank God we have this because you can qualify for it without having to do new underwriting. But did you know the premiums go up every five years for the same coverage you had with SGLI? So no matter when you get out of the military, price is going to go up because it's based on your age at that time. It's not subsidized, that's lie. So now you're paying the similar prices of everybody at your age for VGLI, but really it's there to cover all the veterans who can't qualify for anything on the private market. So if you're healthy and you're paying for them, does that make any sense? All right, the third thing. If you're career military, what about the Survivor Benefit Plan, SBP? Did anybody tell you about it before your retirement briefing? If so, what did they really explain the financial impacts of it? How many hundreds of thousands of dollars of opportunity cost are involved? Considering, much like with VGLI, you're still young and healthy and you could qualify for something a lot more beneficial to you. So let's look at some of these. Did any of you out there who did your 20 years then get told to sign up for the survivor benefit plan like it is the no-brainer options? How clear were they about how the benefits worked? Did they tell you there's no equity in SPP? The only way to get a benefit is you die early before your spouse any other scenario plays out, you get no money back and there's nothing to be left. How about the fact that you'll be on the hook for 6.5% of your monthly pension for 30 years? Do the math. 
I do it on our website and on our YouTube videos all the time. Again, it's a lot of money. If you're an officer, it's well over six figures just in cost, let alone the opportunity cost of not using that money in a more productive strategy. Do you know that you and your spouse have to be have to categorically opt out of it if you don't want it? Really, it's up to the spouse. So if the spouse is uninformed of the positives and negatives of this particular option, not necessarily a benefit, they call it a benefit plan. No, it's not in your pension like it's part of it because of that cost that's involved. And that cost doesn't go into an account with your name on it. It's paying for today's widows and widowers. And that's fine. They, de- they deserve their benefit if, if their service member spouse signed up for it years ago before really there was much more education. This plan was designed in 1972 and it hasn't been updated. So you're really just basically in the same system as people getting out in the 70s and 80s. Gee, don't, don't you think the world's changed since then? And frankly, our government just keeps printing money. Why are they taking it out of today's veterans' pensions to pay those benefits for those who went before us? When really they can just bail everybody out anyways. Why do you got to fund it? Now, the other question is, once you're in it, is it even possible to get out of it? There's one window between the second and third year. And the last thing is, do they show you that 6.5% of your pension could get you so much more on the free market? It's your money. It's your benefit. You have the choice on how you want to use it. Why kick it back to Uncle Sam? You don't owe him anything else. And that 6.5% is, again, the same for everybody, no matter your health, age, gender. That makes absolutely no sense in the modern economy. Fourth thing. What about the greatest financial savings vehicle ever invented, Thrift Savings Plan? It's so cheap. It's the cheapest thing out there. In what other aspect of your life do we consider the cheapest thing the best? Kind of ironic. A lot of brainwashing going on there. It's not bad if you know how to manage it, but there's no other benefits going on in it and on with it. You're not getting no advice. So you're getting your advice on how you manage it from your buddy in your cubicle or some Facebook group. Really? Is this some sort of stock trading plan where it's like, ah, it's going up. There's no risk. It always goes up. Okay. Then your financial education is not at all where it needs to be if you want to be serious about putting the vast majority of every dollar you saved into this or any other retirement planning vehicle or the amount of variables that can ha- that can change things over time, not just variables in the stock market and taxes and how money works, but in your life. What do you really want to do? For me personally, I had all my money in through a savings plan. I'm 30 years old. I got out. I realized I don't want to work for anybody else. I want to create my own thing. All my money's locked up in here. Oh, I'm taking it all out, paying whatever penalties I'm going to have so I can create opportunity for myself. Now is the moment. Internet had just started taking off social media. So more specifically around TSP, did they tell you who's in control of it? 
Do you know who's actually managing it and who's getting, even though it's a low fee, it's still a fee. And uh, that firm is the biggest money manager in the world. And boy, they got a nice little deal going with the government to get a small percentage of every federal employee and military retirement savers account to help implement it, which is really just index funds. Okay. Does that giant firm really need it? What influence do they have? Do you know what that actual firm is doing in today's economy with all this lockdown bailout stuff going on? What influence they have? Do you want to be help funding that? Do you think it's in your favor? Or it's in the big bank's favor? Also in TSP, do you know how to choose your asset allocations? How often do people... I've been in TSP and saving it for year after year and have it all in the G fund and missed the falsely inflated but still positive returns in the stock market or are aggressively invested and completely unaware of the risks our economy and specifically the inflated stock market have for eventually having a correction. Again, is there anyone to talk to? To re review your strategies based on your military pay and actually how you want to use it? Do you have anyone around who can show you how to actually use it, how to spend it when you retire? How do you spend it without being overtaxed? Making sure it's going to be there when you need it? Is there anyone around who feels as though they have an adequate education around how TSP works? That's the main question. Far too often, I, I talk to people and they're like proud that they did TSP because they thought oh, I'm supposed to do it. But they couldn't answer any of these questions. And then when I asked them, what's your priority in life? Retirement was way down on the list. Yet 90% of their savings were locked up and they've got 20, 30 years before they can even touch it without penalties and stuff, and without that mindset, you know, to, to give themselves the permission to say, I don't want, this isn't the life I want to live. I want to have more control, more autonomy. And put it into a vehicle that is only tied to one or two strategies, mostly the stock market, some, some amount of bond funds, all of which are volatile and flexible. But we tell everybody this story. That, oh, the stock market's always averaged 8% over the last 90 years. 90 years? Like, that's a big enough data set? It's a good story for the Wall Street people to tell the average investor who's willing to put all their retirement savings away so they can charge their fees, no matter how low those fees might be. Understand who's really in control. So what can you do? Right now, too many service members and veterans are choosing these benefits because everyone else is doing it or because it's you know better than nothing. In which case I agree it, it is better than nothing. If you're not, if your money's just getting spent away every weekend, then yeah, put it somewhere. TSP is easy. That's a good start. It's definitely good to have something out there and around, but it, no, but doing nothing is not the only alternative your military financial benefits. Other alternative 
are the other alternatives that are available are basically just to stop following orders and start educating yourself. Give yourself flexibility. Give yourself the options. And it can start as easily as checking out our website at usvotewealth.com. If you'd like this outside-the-box thought thinking around these topics, I've got so much more there. And on our web our YouTube channel, Veteran Wealth Secrets. And, of course, in my new book of the same name, Veteran Wealth Secrets, How to Gain Autonomy and Financial Control in the Modern Post-Military World. So I would love to chat with you more about it if you're interested, but tons of content there, absolutely for free. We're just trying to share the brutal truth about how we, we understand military benefits and the financial world works today with in the fourth stage of the Industrial Revolution with so much else going on, so much more opportunity. And really, it's up to you when you want to grasp it. We're not here to give you advice. We're here to help you give yourself the permission to figure out what you really aspire to be, what you truly want to believe is your potential. And then when it comes down to the actual financial strategy and giving yourself access to some of the tools to implement it. At the end of the day, it's still the same stuff. You, you, stock market in some ways is the only game in town, but is there better ways to participate in it? Yeah. Is there, are there less risky, cheaper ways to be able to have your money working for you, but also give you access to it? A way to protect yourself from paying taxes throughout your lifetime that you don't really need to pay, again, because government's just printing money. So why are we putting our money in, in vehicles that be taxed? Why are we putting our money in places where it's the people on Wall Street who they get paid regardless? Whether on Wall Street or it's your mom and pop down the road certified financial planner, they're getting paid for financial advice, a financial plan that guarantees you nothing beyond tomorrow. And even if the accounts go down, everybody gets their fees all the way down the line. I know because I was in the industry. I, I saw it. Unfortunately, I didn't. I thought this was how it is. And so I justified it just like everybody, all my firm and my mentors told me to do because they wanted me to sell for them, to bring them leads. And once I lost integrity with that, I realized I couldn't just keep justifying it because it was leading people. Yeah, it was technically based on those parameters, good advice but it's leading people down paths of mediocrity. And we're looking to do so much more. So if you want to understand that story, I go into it a lot more in the book on Veteran Secrets. So you can get that at the website. Again, blogs, YouTube channel. Go to usvetwealth.com to learn more. And we will see you on the next episode. Take care. Thanks again for listening to another episode of Veteran Wealth Secrets. Be sure to subscribe to us on all the podcast channels also on YouTube, and share it with a friend. Visit our website at usvetwealth.com to get access to all of our free resources, including the first three chapters of Veteran Wealth Secrets, the post-military guide to gaining autonomy and control. You can get that today on our website, first three chapters for free, or you can go to amazon.com if you want the Kindle or paperback. We have other resources all over the website, so check out usvetwealth.com to learn more.